You're listening to Gospel Theory, a Call to Learn audio podcast. For more information about Call to Learn, visit calledtolearn.com. That's calledtolearn.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, and welcome to Gospel Theory, where we are finding the truth of Jesus Christ amidst the rumors, the myths, and the incorrect definitions. Welcome to episode number 16. So today we want to talk about how to overcome our trials. Do you know how to overcome all your trials? Uh, Pray, read my scriptures, go to church, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Those are all helpful. Those are all helpful. But I want to teach you it with a story. Three different kinds of trials and how to overcome each one of them and tools that you can use within each of those three types of trials. Good? Uh, I think that's uh, gold information right there. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, so let's start. I'm going to start with a story, and this is the story of David. If you know it, great, but in, enjoy the story anyway. Okay? <laughs> I think most right. people know, even if you're not a Christian, I think you know the story. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are three. So, well, let's, let's just start with this. David. David was a young man, right? Mm-hmm. And he was a shepherd. And one day his dad called him to go to um, give dinner to his brothers who were in the war fighting against the Philistines. And when he got there, they were they, the Philistines had a giant man out there waiting for him, uh, waiting for another hero on their side to go out and fight him. And nobody wanted to do that. And Saul, who was the king at the time, did not know what to do. And David volunteered he used the tools and the and the knowledge that he knew and went out and slew him in a few hours time period and then um, and became a hero became mm. the greatest hero of all time in in Israel right that's right yeah yeah so he continued to grow up he continued to be a shepherd for a little while and then he was um, he became really good friends with Jonathan who was Saul's son and mm-hmm. Saul became pretty jealous of jo- of David in fact, he got so jealous of David that he wanted to seek his life. He wanted to kill David. So Jonathan, Saul's brother, <laughs> I'm Saul's son, right? Yeah. Would hide him or would tell him, say, hey, my father's out to kill you again. Go and hide here or whatever. So David spent many years running and hiding from Saul. Yeah, I always forget this part of the story, but yeah. yeah. I always remember Goliath and Bathsheba, but not, yeah, I forget Saul. Yeah, yeah. I think we all do. And so, uh, so Saul, one day, Saul's out hunting David because he hears he's back in town, right? And so David's out into the wilderness and he's hiding and he sees Saul go into a, a cave for the night. So David sneaks into the cave mm-hmm. and he takes his sword out of his sleeves and he puts it up to his chest and Saul wakes up. Now, could David slay him? Yep. Absolutely. He could have done it probably years before even, but he didn't. And he says, Saul, leave me alone. I love you. Please stop being jealous of me. Please stop fighting me. And he gave him back his sword and walked out of the uh, Man, the people must have been really bored back then to go after people like that. <laughs> well, he I can't imagine king. having that much jealousy towards someone. I, I don't know. But so, see, Saul, when he was made the king, he was a the most righteous of all men. Yeah. The kingship created this monster, right? He's a different dude. 
Yeah, we, we see that today when people, you know, they're in wonderful power. people. And then as mm-hmm. soon as they get into our government, they just turn into, you know, a bureaucrat. And it's just like, what's, what happened to you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that makes yeah, sense. So that's what happened to Saul. So the Saul trial for David was very long and very trying and, and undone, right? It didn't stop until Saul died. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then, Saul be, and then David became king. He was given um, many, and he conquered many lands, and he had lots and lots of armies. He had lots of wives and concubines. Just so you know, a definition of concubine means second wife. So he had lots of first wives and second wives. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so, um, and, but he was an incredibly righteous man, right? He was a very righteous man, and but then he he sinned, right? You remember the story of Bathsheba? He was yep. standing up on the out, out outside of his lawn, and he saw Bathsheba bathing, and he calls her over to his palace, and and made love, right? So that and then he didn't stop there. She got pregnant, and he said, well, what are we going to do about her husband who's out fighting in the war? Let's go put him in the front lines, and let's kill him. So now not only does he have adultery on his hands, he has murder on his hands, right? Right. It's just amazing how someone can turn into that so quickly. Yeah. But notice, notice, David, he had many wives and many second wives, and he still wanted something else. Okay. That sounds like a pornography addiction to me. Okay, possibly. Which would be another podcast for another day, but <laughs> yeah, possibly. It, it is an interesting fact, like you're always hungry for more, yeah, right? Yeah, hungry of something you already have. And yeah. that's the definition I want to teach you. It's the definition of lust. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's now go um, back to the Goliath problem. Okay. okay? And liken, liken this whole story to us. We know David passed the Goliath tar- trial, right? Mm-hmm. He killed Goliath. He passed the Saul trial. He didn't kill Saul. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. But he did not pass the Bathsheba trial. Nope. He failed. Big because time. he wanted more than what he already had. And uh, he suffered the rest of his life and probably his afterlife for it, too. Yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. He's, he's had to pay the price for sure. Okay. So... But now let's liken it to us, though. Liken yeah, it to that's our important. lives, okay? So let's go back to the Goliath problem. The Goliath problem was a big trial, right? Yeah, it was big. It, it was huge, big. literally. He was literally <laughs> really giant. And in and it was what was on the line was everybody's lives. The whole country was yeah. in, in danger, right? That was what was on the line. Um, but how did David solve it? Um, it was a simple solution. Take him out, <laughs> you know? With something he already knew. Yeah. Right? God had already sent him a bear. God had already sent him a lion. He would already conquered them. He knew how to use the slingshot really, really well. Yeah. And so he with the tools he had already been given in his life, he was able to overcome this trial. And no, I want you to note something here, that this trial was short. It was big and powerful and scary well it it was was short it was literally like minutes if not seconds well i I would say a couple hours because he had to recognize that there was a problem and then he had to go to saul and convince saul that he would be the man Ah. right that was probably hours and hours and hours yeah yeah, yeah. he had to try on the armor and notice that didn't fit and then convince saul that he didn't need armor 
and then he could go out and then he had to you know and then it was probably just a few minutes to kill the trial right but he he took it on head on you meet it head on he did it in a weekend <laughs> right right you just take it head on and you overcome it with the tools you already have yeah we have trials like that nowadays all the time yeah absolutely I mean, just think about the ones that we went through over this past few months you know with ATN and having my little brother going to the hospital yet again with his portal vein and yeah. all the complications with that but we had the tools already right we had already known what mm -hmm. was going to happen and we already knew yeah. how to handle ourselves yeah. and, and we I, knew how to be uh, how to raise a family without a mommy because right we, we stepped in into our roles yeah it was really cool and, and but it didn't last a weekend it lasted a month and a half yeah but it wasn't that much <laughs> but it was but it's over it was short yeah, yeah. it's over yeah yeah it's over so that that's a, that was a good example of a Goliath trial. What about um, a flat tire? Oh, I have a flat tire, and I'm yeah. just gonna sit here and wait until someone else fixes it for me. Right. right. No, hit it head on, right? Yep. You hit it if it, if you're gonna sit there and wait, well, you're gonna wait a very long time. Yeah. If you if you come up to a trial, a Goliath trial, then just hit it head on, and you have the tools. God's already prepared the tools to, that you have. You already know, so you can fix it. Now, what if you don't know how to fix a tire? Can you get someone else to help you? I bet you know how to call somebody. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I bet you know how to wave somebody down. Yeah. I bet you know how to do something, right? God's given you the tools you already know. So think about the trials in your life. Think about what have been the Goliath trials in your life. How did you overcome them? What could you have done better? What tools did you already have that you could have used? Now let's go to the Saul trial. Saul's trials was very public, right? Yeah, Everybody knows that Saul wants to kill David. Yep. Right? It's a public trial. It's also private because he had to hide away and go away. But this trial is not going to go away. He's not going to kill Saul. It's a pro it's a trial that's gonna stay with you for a long time. Yeah. Right. Um, so how do, how do you overcome it? You overcome it. You well, what did David do? He really avoided it. He ignored it. And there are trials in our lives when we have to just ignore them. Well, but he didn't though. Eventually, he did like put his sword up to his. Well, he had to. He had to go and confront him at one time during it. Right. Sometimes we have to confront. So. Say you have a negative mother-in-law that just over and over and yeah. over and over being negative, negative, negative. So you avoid them, right? But when you have to confront them, you confront them when you need to. But basically, you just know that this is always going to be. And in the afterlife, they're going to be great and positive and wonderful people. And you're going to yep. love them, right? <laughs> <laughs> but right now, you stay away from them or something. Or, yeah. or, or abusive parents, you stay away from them, right? You don't. And you confront them when you need to at the times you need to, but mostly you just ah, stay I love away that. from that. I love right? that because there's a lot of that them. going on right now. That you know, there's toxic people and toxic relationship, but they just keep trying. Well, I want to forgive them. I want to forgive them. I want to still try to make things work, and it just doesn't work like that because they actually have to do it in return. Yeah. You know, and sometimes the best way to do it is to ignore it. Ignore it or avoid it at all costs. And and if you have to confront it, confront it. But then. Step away. Go on with your life. Yeah, yeah, go on with your life. Don't don't let it stop you by any means. Just continue. Yeah, there's a lot life. of people out there, including myself, that have you know stopped doing what I know that I need to do because I was like, no, I have to solve this problem. David didn't continue not being like, but he, he was the warrior, right? And he 
and he continued fulfilling his mission on earth during the time Saul was trying to get his life. He didn't go into hiding where nobody could find him. He continued right. to work his life. Well, I mean, wouldn't addiction be in that category as well? Right? No, I don't think so. Addiction's not a Saul problem? No. What, what, what kind of trial is that one? The next one. Okay, let's talk about it. <laughs> getting ahead of myself. <laughs> yep. So, we, so let's re, just re, recap. Goliath is a public problem. It and goes how do you solve fast. it? Head on. You solve it head on with the tools you already have been yes. given by God. Solve problem. It is a public problem. It also can be a private problem depending on what it is. It stays with you a very, very, very long time. How do you solve it? You ignore it. Ignore it. You avoid it. And hit, uh, you know. And, and you overcome it with the tools you already have. Cool. Okay. All right, Bathsheba. What kind of trial was that? Bathsheba. Oh, I love this part. This is one of my, this is what helps me understand David way better. Do you remember when it was a, so what was the prophet's name? Samuel. Samuel comes in and he goes, Samuel, it's David, how you doing? And he goes, oh, really good. Good to see you. And he tells him a story. He goes, can I tell you a story about some lambs? There was this guy who had a whole bunch of lambs and sheep and a huge herds of sheep. And, and then this guy who only had one sheep and it was a little lamb, had it around his shoulder and he was walking next to him. And he's like, oh, that lamb is so adorable. Oh, his lamb looks way cuter than any of mine. I want to have that lamb. So he walked up to the man and he took the lamb, the, old, the guy's only lamb, and he took it away from him and, and, and took it for himself, even though he had lots of lambs himself. Now, David got very angry. <laughs> What's going on? Where is this man? He deserves to die. <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> I know. And so, and of course, Samuel says, it's you. Oh, my goodness. It's you. Jeez, he called him out. He called him out. <laughs> and he goes, what are you talking about? It's not me. I don't have any... Blah, blah, blah. Gosh, I need to study the Bible more. I don't <laughs> know that story. Oh, it's great story. Oh, it's so great. So great. So um, he said, no, it's you with Bathsheba. His, the man only had one wife. Yeah. Bathsheba. And how many wives and second wives do you have? Or do you need? <laughs> yeah. how many do you have and he's like I have plenty and enough and then why did you only take the one and he's like oh yeah you got me so then he had to spend the rest of his life mourning saying right and then uh, of course his posterity fell into the same trap he did because of it, it it's yeah. just a, it's a, it was a terrible thing from that forth on but he failed right we don't have to fail so what? how can we liken that to ourselves Yeah, I don't know what kind of trial that would be so let's define the word lust even better than we did. Okay. okay. So the word lust, he lusted after Bathsheba. Now we think lust means sexual. Yes. And, and <laughs> it's definitely, oh, I wanted her, right? Or um, yes. that, that's not what the definition of, of, of lust is. The definition of lust is seeking for more than our allotment. God gives us a certain allotment. Right. He gave David and um, what's his son's name? David and Solomon. He gave David and Solomon both many wives and many concubines. Yeah. Right? Second wives. So he gave that to him, them and their, their allotment as long as they were within the marriage, right? Not yeah. a, somebody else's, Uriah's wife, 
right? Even yeah. Given that was outside of the allotment. So anytime we have something that's not that's outside of our allotment, that is lost. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. That puts a lot more. That's what shines. That's a, a lot, lot more broader than just, you know, I'm not lustful because it has nothing to do with being sex, sex or yeah. sexual. Yeah, that yeah. makes that yeah. makes more, way so, more sense. I think the easiest example here would be food. Interesting. Food. We are given so much. I mean, we have a lot of food now available to us, right? But we're right. given. We're very blessed. <laughs> vegetables and fruit and grains and seeds and weeds and all these kinds of stuff to, to yeah. feed us, right? But we uh, we only need three simple meals every day. But mm. how many of us eat three or four plates full of meals and six meals a day or, you know, whatever? Yeah. We, have, we eat more than our allotment. We eat more than our body can handle. This, wow. I'm very, <laughs> very much know this because I've been overweight most of my life, right? Right. I eat way more than I need to eat. Lately, I've recognized that I need to go just to my allotment. God gave me an allotment, three simple meals every day. Not snacking, not grazing, not anything else, just three simple meals. Now, I'm not saying this is for everybody. This is for me, right? Right. That's your application that's of the doctor. allotment. Yep. Yeah. And so I now eat three meals. I've lost 100 pounds. Yay. Right? That's because I'm following my allotment. I'm not living outside of my allotment. Makes sense. So I am being blessed because I'm not going and being lost. Now you said addiction's similar? Very similar. Okay. Okay. So God gave us a human body, right? Right. And he told us to have sex only within the realms of marriage. Right. So with an addiction, it leads to masturbation. Makes sense. That is okay. not within the realms of marriage. Right? Okay. okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So we have so addiction is lustful. It's going beyond your allotment. What about an alcohol addiction? Right, the alcohol addiction is a perfectly perfect example. You are given you're you're drinking and in putting into your body way more than you need. Hmm. Not that it's a doctrine or an application, like we talked about, or the doctrine, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Drinking, you can drink, drinking, but you know your you know your limits. Yeah. Right. You should, every every body has a limit to food, and alcohol, and every everything. Reading and studying, man, I can get into a habit like that that I can ignore my kids. Yeah, you can. Yeah, <laughs> I do. In fact, I, no, I, my mother did too. She would read these romance novels, hide herself in the room, and never come out. And yeah. I would have to raise the kids. Yeah. Right? That's going beyond her allotment. And we all have different allotments. You have to figure you out. You have what to figure out your own allotment, yeah. what it is for you. Yeah. So, how do we not be like David and fail this? Know your allotments, right? And sometimes it's not the tools that we currently have. I did not have the willpower, if you will, or the knowledge even of how to stop eating food. Interesting. I did not. So have you that. had to have help. I had to have outside help. Just like an addiction, you always yes, have to have somebody exactly. to help you. Yep. You have to call down the powers of heaven, use your revelation resources. And ask questions if you need to to others, but uh -huh. seek the help of others so that they so that God can use them to help you. But you go, you have to throw yourself at God's mercy, right? 
It's not something God's already given you. It's what he's about to give you if you ask for it. I mean, they are the, the, the hardest trials. They really are. But they are also my favorite. <laughs> I know that I know. sounds really crazy. <laughs> I don't know, maybe over positive of me, but I don't know if there's such thing. But yeah, they are my favorite because you literally have to rely on Christ in yes. order to overcome it. It's yes. not something that Christ has already given you like the other two trials. Mm -hmm. It's something that you have to rely on Christ. And I think that those are the kinds of ones that you learn the most from. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. It is. And that's why David failed is because he didn't throw himself at the mercy of Christ. Yeah. Right. You have to rely on Christ's power. I guess it would be hard not to if you're the king and you got all these concubines yeah. and you have all this power. I can do anything I want. To. Yeah. I like, have power. Yeah. It'd be yeah. hard not to think like that yeah. if you're in put in that same situation. Exactly. All right. So let's review the Bathsheba trial. We reviewed the other two, so let's review the Bathsheba. Bathsheba trials are always private. Oh, okay. Okay. They're usually what's going on inside. It's the trial, what's going on between the ears, right? It's always, it's what we're thinking. It's what we're desiring. And sometimes it shows up like with my food addiction, it was showing up on my body, right? Right. Right. But, and sometimes, um, like other addictions can be showing up, but it's not always. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's just doubts and fears that we have inside that are driving us crazy to anxiety and suicide, right? That's, yeah. that's what's going on inside of our minds. And then how do we overcome it? We throw ourselves at the mercy of Christ and and just rely on him, love him. And how do we let go of a trial that's so difficult? We just have to keep practicing. I'm taking this out of me and I'm handing it over. Even if you have to physically just hand it over, you hand it over. I've to had him. those prayers before. Yeah. It's it's not easy, but it's consistency. And it kind of goes along with Saul's problem, right? His problem with Saul's is it's that it's life keeps going, right? Mm -hmm. You have to keep going and doing life, but yeah. it's a slow and painful process. Mm -hmm. But in, when you're at the end of it, I mean, you you're so much happier, like yeah. what happier than even before you had the trial. Oh yeah, yeah. Once you overcome a Bathsheba trial, holy cow, you're flying. Yeah, it's pretty I amazing. I mean, you feel light on your feet. You feel, feel like you can happy. conquer anything. You, you can do. Man, if I can overcome this, whoa. what else? What's <laughs> next? Bring yeah. it on. I now love I that. know how to do it. <laughs> Such a great attitude to have. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's podcast number 16 for how to overcome trials with, like, and using David as an example. This is likening the scriptures at its best, right? I love it. This is David's overcoming, learning from David, learning how to overcome our, Dave, our Goliath problems, our Saul problems, and our Bathsheba problems. Thanks for joining us. Yep. We'll see you on the next podcast. Bye. Bye. This has been Gospel Theory, a Called to Learn audio podcast. For more podcasts like this, visit our website at calledtolearn.com forward slash podcast.